listening to Vinyl Draft Radio, a Vinyl Draft media property. Get ready to be underwhelmed. This is the Adam Smasher Show, uncensored, with your host, five-time terminated employee, unemployment line regular, Taco Bell Kima Customer of the Month, June 2012, and the worst show intro writer you've ever heard. You didn't think I wrote this shit, did you? Adam Smasher. Yeah. Okay, oh, we are on. Okay, hey, guys, welcome to the uh, the show, big Friday show. Excited because the weekend is here. Um, although, I don't know, since I, um, you know, have not been, like, working, like, a full-time Monday through Friday job, I never know what day it is. Like, I just get lost. I'm just, I don't know what today is. Um, I just, yesterday, I think I stayed on the couch. All Yesterday was a worthless day. I got, Productive Adam was, it was in hibernation yesterday. But today... We're getting her done. Uh, we're going to have our first uh, our first ask an expert or ask our expert um, for uh, for the show here today. And my goal is to find experts on different things to have you guys uh, have your questions. By the way, and if you're on Facebook Live, just type them in and and we'll answer. Our guest today, our expert, is uh, none other than Robert J. Barfield, attorney at law. Adam, hold on. I got to do one thing. Oh, okay. Um, Siri, delete run from political office from my bucket list. Oh wait, hold on. Is 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 is, is it working? Wait, try it again. No, no, this, this here is is it working? Oh, hold on, hold on. Go ask it again. Siri, delete run for political office from my bucket list. Did you say delete or complete? Delete, please. I'm about to do a show with Adam Smasher. No way I'm running for office after this. That's a good idea. That guy is a douchebag. Whoa! What a washed up hack. I'm right here. I'm right here. And that's how we do a radio bit. All right. All right. Uh, Hey, thanks for coming in. Seriously. And... uh, and uh, also, thank you for being a blind sponsor uh, on this show, because uh, not too many people uh, get on board. I'm always, I'm always excited to have the first, uh, first person on board. Anyway, uh, we were, I, so what I thought we could do today is I thought we could, we could have just, you know, I have some questions, some general questions I put out on Facebook earlier. And again, those on Facebook Live on Vinyl Draft Radio, you can type in your questions as we go. And you can give your free, your, your legal advice. I know you probably hate the word free, right? Is, does that make you cringe? It makes me cringe a little bit. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, first of all, uh, let's see here what I, uh, what I have down uh, for our... Now, my friend, uh, I know what I wanted to ask. My friend says he has, he's like, dude, do this, you'll get out of ticket every time. And of course, we're always looking for the shortcuts, how to get out of it. He said, I, what I do is I reschedule my court date. And how many times can you reschedule a court date here in Texas? Depends on the court. Oh, okay. Now, it used to be that some of the courts were so crowded, they'd let you reschedule. Yeah. But in general, you're not going to get just reset after reset. The old theory was reset it, reset it, reset it. The police officer won't show up. Yes, yes, that's it. That we hear a lot as yeah, attorneys. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, no. Uh, I will tell you right now, I used to be the judge in Pasadena. Uh-huh. People would come in and say, well, I'm just going to keep resetting it, judging another reset. I said, why are you resetting it? Well, I'm hoping the officer won't show up. It's Pasadena. The prosecutor's going to call Bubba, and Bubba's going to show up. Right, exactly. It's, it doesn't work in all the courts. Right. Your bigger courts, you may be able to reset, but the officers are generally going to be there. Okay. 
Um, Catherine uh, wrote this on Facebook. This is a, this is a good question. Um, if I intentionally try to hit people that run red lights, they are still at fault, correct? They would still be at fault for running the red light. Okay. But if it came out that you intentionally did it, mm-hmm. it would definitely hurt your civil chances of recovery. Uh, and you might be charged criminally with failing to take evasive action or there may be another charge they could do. How, how many times, because I see this a lot, um, I see, uh, in fact, I was telling you before I went on the air, I see a lot of like hit and runs uh, on the uh, you know on the freeway. In fact, a guy just did it the other day, uh, last, last week, and uh, he wasn't paying attention. He slammed on his brakes, and I slammed on my brakes. And then when he tried to uh, go in the other lane to go around this car, um, another truck came and boom, hit him, and he just took off. How many times, like what are the chances of someone actually tracking that person down? Unless you're gonna get the license plate, right? probably pretty low, but here's what you have to watch out for. So the law in Texas is, if you have an accident, you have to exchange information. Uh-huh. If someone takes off, but they got your license plate, they may take off and run to the police and say, this guy hit me, here's his license plate, and you would be charged with failure to stop and give information. I see. So if that happens, your best bet is call the police, make a report, or at least go down to the police station and make a report. Or... Call me. Call Robert J. Barfield. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you were telling me that because a lot of times uh, I was telling you about a situation that I had just like last month. And uh, a lot of times why someone would be hesitant to call an attorney because they think, oh, I'm going to pay all this money. That's true. A lot of times people think, oh, it's going to cost me this, but it depends on your situation. Yeah. I have people call me all the time. I've got $3,000 worth of ticket fines. I haven't taken care of them in years. Oftentimes, depending on the court, I can keep them from going to court and save them money and keep it off their record. It depends on the court. It depends on the charges in your situation. But the only way you're going to know is to contact an attorney. Right. Um, and, and I will be in this area. People are very lucky. There are a lot of good attorneys that deal with traffic tickets. Right. You can find one. Very few charge anything to talk to you over the phone. Right. Okay. Again, there's that word free. Yeah, over the phone. I, I don't mind. You don't take up an hour of my time. I'm okay. Um, can you can you remember? Or can you even comment? I don't know if you can comment on this or not. I mean, obviously, if we just keep it broad and in general, but uh, someone coming to you and and you're just like, what the hell am I going to do with that? I can't do anything with that. You idiot. Uh, hundred and twenty miles an hour on the seawall. Oh wow. What? <laughs> You just look at him and go, no, no. I I basically did. I said, look, here's the deal. I will be happy to go to trial on that case, but as soon as the jury hears 120 miles an hour, you're probably done. So I I try to tell people I really don't want to take your money unless I can do something for you. Um, What kind of car was it? He was, I think it was a vet. It was either a vet or the Camaro at the time. And it was a young kid that Uh. just wanted to try it out. You know, I always see that guy, too, uh, somewhere. I don't know. It's either in a big truck or, like, a sports car, and they're revving up their engine. I just immediately think, okay, small penis, whatever. We get it. Rev it up, please. I've also had the 16-year-old kid that parents decided to get him the Mercedes SL for his 16th birthday doing over 100 miles an hour and 45, and they like, well, we don't understand why he would do that. Because he's 16. And you gave him a $100,000 car. (laughs) What do you think a 16-year-old is going to do with it? God. 
I I, I already told my kids like I know uh, that the uh, you know it's 16 to get your license. I told them I said you guys aren't getting your license until you can get it when you move away and you're 18. You can move away. You will not drive a car when you're in my because I was your age and I was I have two boys, seven and ten, and I did some stupid stupid shit. Uh, you know, in my mom's white Mercury Grand Marquis with blue velour seats. We called it the White Tornado. And uh, we did some stupid things uh, from a small town in Louisiana, so there was nothing to do. So of course we just do dumb things. And I don't, I don't care how good you think your 16-year-old is. They're 16. They're going to have a wreck. <laughs> yeah, they're they're going to do something stupid. They're going to have oh, a wreck. It's not worth it. Yeah, buying a new car for a 16-year-old. My kid, my kid is seven. I want to find like a Yugo. Yes. You know. Okay, he had a wreck. Who cares? Yeah. Please. Um, we are uh, ask our expert uh, Robert J. Barfield, who is uh, a whiz. It's funny because everyone in this uh, building and, and our, always uses him. To in fact, uh, um, I won't mention any names, Doug. But they he said he's like, oh my god, he's gotten me. I like so many uh, tickets. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, all right, so here is another. Question. Okay, this one I've always wondered. We talked a little bit about this um, before uh, the show, and again, this has nothing to do with like really criminals, more civil. But you were telling me that it's actually getting better in Texas. But it's even if you are like, because I hear custody battles all the time, right? And they get they get nasty, and it's a shame it gets that way because then the kids really get hurt. But uh, you know, if you're if you're a guy, even if you have like a steady job, you pay your bills on time, whatever, it's always going to swing towards the. I mean, the woman basically has to be a meth head, right, for not to get custody. I uh, yeah, I do not do family law anymore. I did when I was a baby attorney. Yeah. And as a baby attorney, I basically had a my boss was telling me if we represent the man, we've got to prove the lady was basically smoking crack in front of the kids. Now I think it is better now, but yes, I tends to lead towards the women. In fact, I this is messed up because in Louisiana, and I know it's different from state to state, but in Louisiana, um, my, I had a friend who they legally, and they finally went through and they legally adopted the kid, uh, but they had him since he was like two weeks old and his mom uh, almost lit a, a hotel room on fire that she was in with the baby because she was doing drugs. And it took them, even that right there, you think just that, you would, okay, you can't be a parent. I'm not, this kid has, no. They give the, 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 mo, the, the mother every chance to redeem herself. And a couple times she was okay, but then she kept, notoriously, she would just not show up to court. And finally they went that. But they get, he was so frustrated. He was telling me, he was like, man, they give her chance after chance after chance. What, what, ha, what has to happen you know, for us to get this kid? Good God, you know? Why is that? That society favors the women. <sighs> oh. Favors the mother. Okay, and you, you guys will like this. And look, don't hate the, the, the messenger, okay? You know, yesterday was International Women's Day. And I don't know about you, but in my Adam Smasher show logo, I turned my M upside down. So it was the Atto Smasher because I wanted to support women. And I support women uh, fully, especially in the workplace, I, I think in radio in general, radio is is a, is slowly getting better, but it's like a, a boys' club. You know what I mean? And uh, there are some professions that that it that it is that way. And there are a lot of hardworking women who who deserve the credit, but 
they just released a statistic that uh, on International Women's Day, what do you think the most Googled thing on Google was? Oh, I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> I really am afraid to it's ask. It's nothing dirty. It's nothing dirty. The most Googled thing on uh, on International Women's Day was, when is International Men's Day? Oh, <laughs> Every day. When the world is your urinal. I always tell women that. The world is my urinal. Um, that's why it's better to be a man. But uh, I thought that was messed up. It's like, we can't even give them one day. One day. Um, okay, so uh, before we uh, we take a break, uh, I have a. Uh, this is an anonymous. Uh, this is an anonymous call here, and I have a little. Uh, I have a little, you know, voice changer, of course, because you know sometimes look, it, you don't want to reveal who you are, and you know you may be going through some legal trouble right now, and you don't want to have them use this as evidence. If you do call up a radio show and you're going, can they use that as evidence? If you make an admission, absolutely. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Go ahead. Um, yeah, hello. Yeah, hi. Um, my name is uh, Adam, um, Aaron. My question is, let's just say I got tanked at the office party and I thought this potted plant was a urinal. And as I'm relieving myself, uh, one of my female co-workers saw, and now she's saying sexual harassment, which again, I, w- I was just taking a leak. Granted, it was at someone's desk at a plant, but does she have a good case, you know, because she saw my wang? Okay, wow. Well, you said wang, first of all, and uh, interesting, because there was really no harassment going on. He was just, but he was exposed in the workplace. Correct. And he didn't have any intention to have any sexual gratification out of that, Mm -hmm. so there wouldn't be any sex crime necessarily. Unfortunately, disorderly conduct Mm -hmm. in Texas, if you expose your genitals, would apply. So criminally, he could be charged. There you go. Um, Aaron? I gotta go. My boss is coming. All right, well, we'll have more with attorney Robert J. Barfield. Oh. Here's a, a Facebook Live question. This is a good one. Uh, a friend of mine was hit uh, in a hit and run and got the person's license number, but when they found the guy, he didn't have any damage to his vehicle. He denied it and wasn't charged. Um, how is that justified? Well, the problem is you're talking to the police, but remember the DA's office is the one that's going to have to actually prosecute. The police may have called the DA's office, mm-hmm. gave him the facts and the DAs don't think they're going to be able to make that charge. So you can't blame your local police every time something like that happens. Um, In a criminal case, you're going to have to have some evidence. Now, the evidence could be just their word. That can be enough evidence. But in a case like that, you're going to be looking for, how do we explain there's no damage? Right. So uh, that's one we see it uh, quite a bit that charges never get filed, and it's just the DA's office says, we don't think we can make the charge. Uh, here, here's something. That, speaking of that, kind of like your word against mine, this has always like scared me. I don't want to give anybody any ideas, but uh, if if someone now, especially in in the 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 she said you know culture movement that we're experiencing now, which you know look, it's a it's a serious crime, sexual assault, and that's a very serious crime. But you have to admit there there probably are some people who want to take advantage of that. So I mean, any woman could come up and say, oh, Adam Smasher uh, sexually assaulted me. And I'm like, oh my God, I've never seen this woman in my life, and it's her word against mine. What? How are my chances in well, that? Well, so in, I have done with uh, another attorney I'm good friends with, Charles Thompson, sex crime cases. We've yeah. done quite a few, and 
In that instance, if there's no physical evidence and it's strictly a he said, she said, Mm -hmm. you just have to make sure you get to the attorney that does the right work. And you've got to search out everything there is on social media the person's done. You have to look and see if there's some way you can discredit their story. And otherwise, in this scenario and what we have going on in society, you may end up at trial. And it's just convincing the jury. Remember, we're at a beyond a reasonable doubt. They have to prove it. The state has to prove it. Right. You're looking for your attorney to get to the point where you tell the jury they haven't proved it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to let you look at uh, at Facebook Live at okay. the questions because there might be some you can't answer. Um, I'm only seeing that one right now. Um, and are you seeing more than that? And there's one under it that's a topic I really wouldn't know much about. Oh, yeah. Okay. That one. Okay. Um there is uh i thought this would be this would be fun uh there there is and you probably get this a whole lot you get somebody who comes into you and you're like again 120 on the seawall how am i going to defend that you went 120 on the freaking seawall now that doesn't mean you're not going to defend them and try to give them the best right. deal possible but right. you've got to make sure their expectations are matching what you can perform okay all right, so uh, there are all kinds of, of great stories I like to, to feature in a, a segment on my show. So I figured since we had you here, we would uh, I would give you the, the quick brief uh, of the what happened, and then you tell me what your legal strategy would be, okay? So uh, there's a guy. Um, this is in – now let's assume everything is in Texas, okay? Because okay. that's your area of expertise, Texas, and it right. varies from state to state. So this guy, uh, he stole a car on uh, Wednesday to drive to court. Um, because uh, this was he he was facing car theft charges, all right. So he got caught because he to get to the court he stole another car, um, and he was arrested again. What's your defense? That one you may just have to go to the prosecutor and say, my client's not that bright. That it's pretty much the dumbass defense dumbass defense. I, I think you might have to use that one have some mercy on, on have on. some mercy on him because he was trying to do the right thing he just did it in the wrong way hey he could have not went to court at all at least he wanted to show up you know yeah, yeah the prosecutor would probably say but he committed another crime to do it okay now if you don't show up it is a problem uh, yeah, right. so you need right. to you need to make sure and what we get most of the time is I didn't show up because my ride didn't get there. Oh, right, right, and, right. And the judges aren't going to have much sympathy, unfortunately. Because they're using their buses or something you can take. There's to get something there. you can take. There's Uber now. Um, but you got to get to court. Right. Um, okay, here's, a, here's another one. Uh, here is a guy. What's your defense? Uh, this guy, 61 years old. Uh, he stole an ambulance and drove it home on Tuesday because he was sick of waiting to see a doctor. He was sick. It was a medical emergency. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. You'd have to go with that. Okay. <laughs> uh, here's a guy who shoved $32 worth of Hostess cupcakes down his pants at a 7-Eleven. And then he pulled a knife on the clerk who caught him. What's your defense? Temporary insanity, sugar high. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. But that brings up, we did have an interesting one at our office. Oh, yeah? Where a guy stole hot dogs from a, um, basically a quick stop type store. Yeah. Shoved them down his pants. Unfortunately, and the hot dogs he was stealing were the ones, actually, they were cooking. Uh Uh-huh. His fly was open, so one was sticking out, and they thought he was flashing. Oh, my God. 
So it went from a classy theft to a sexual crime. Oh my God. That is great. That is great. I always wonder, like, when people stick, because you have a lot of, of these stories where people stuff things down their pants and, like, food down their pants. Like, are you really eating that? I mean, that's that's pretty. And it's always someone who looks very unsanitary, okay? Uh, that's, that's not good stuff going on down there. No. Uh, okay. Uh, we're talking to Robert J. Barfield, our uh, our expert, our asking uh, our expert. You just a few more minutes if you uh, have questions on Facebook Live, we'll answer those. Uh, okay, here is oh, this is good. A 34 year old woman. She failed a drug test uh, when she tested positive for methamphetamines. So she put a fake label on a pill bottle and tried to convince her probation officer in the court that she had a prescription for medicinal meth. So if you're going to fake something like that, please make sure it exists. There is no medicinal meth, unfortunately. I'm, I'm pretty sure meth can be used for no medicinal purposes whatsoever. None. Wow, that might be another take pity. Oh my god. And it was probably in like like children's like print like hand hand. It wasn't even like in good like you know what I mean. Uh, you get a doctor's pad. Come on, just scribble on it like you know doctor's handwriting. No, she misspelled meth. Uh, uh, okay, so here is uh, ooh. This is actually uh, it's funny and it's actually interesting. I want to know what you have to uh, say about this. Uh, someone in uh, again, let's pretend it was Texas. This is in Gainesville, Florida. He was aggressively honking at four cop cars and a fire truck that were blocking traffic. I'm sure there was some kind of accident. They were, t you know, so this guy, a-hole, he's, you know, honking his horn like he's impatient. He wants them to get out the way. So they searched his car and found guns, 10 grand in cash, and a bunch of cocaine. I don't know how much it constitutes as a, as a bunch of cocaine, but my question was, I immediately saw that story, and this is the criminal in me. I'm like, whoa, hold on a second. Why why they uh, why they search his car? They, did they have probable cause? They would possibly in Texas, because Texas says a motor vehicle operator shall use a horn to provide audible warnings only when necessary to ensure safe operation. So they would basically say you were unauthorized or excessive use of horn. That is a class C misdemeanor. You can be arrested for that. Uh, excessive use of horn happens every day in Houston. Um, do you see do you see uh, uh, many uh, road rage cases come across your your desk? Because it seems like the road rage in Houston is fierce. We've seen some road rage cases. What I see a lot on road rage is something happens and someone brandishes a gun. Oh yeah, that's the and then they get arrested. Now whether you know their story is generally I didn't show a gun, but there's a gun in the car mm -hmm. when they're pulled over. So. Yeah, we do see that, and I've seen that quite a few times. I had a friend who, and this is a Houston, let's say 2001, 2002, and he he has a very uh, he had a very hot temper, and he was telling me how he was, you know, this guy cut him off, so he was like, and so he turned and he followed the guy and kind of like I don't know if he just waved him down or he was just riding his tail, but the guy got out. And it was like, first of all, it was like a, a Cadillac Eldorado. If you see a Cadillac Eldorado, you better not stop. You better just stay clear of the Eldorado. And this guy got out, and then luckily for him, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, and they, they parted ways. But I, I told him, I said, you, you're in Houston. You're lucky that wasn't somebody just pulled out a gun and just shot your ass. You know, over what? Because you got pissed because he cut, you know, he cut you off? 
happens every day. You got to let it go in Houston. Oh yeah, and my wife is the same way. And you know what? You know what pisses me off about that is that she is like five to 110 pounds. You know, when she gets all mad, if something happens. Who do you th- who do you think's gonna take the, the the beating if somebody like at the other person? They're not gonna to, to hit you. They're gonna come straight to me, okay? And I can't fight. All right, I'll get my ass kicked. Please, that is no good. But she'll oh she'll oh you mfer you. And I'm like, but wait, so you're in the car with her when this yeah, happens? Oh yeah. So then, do you get in trouble for not backing her up and being just as excited? No, no, no. Luckily, because she knows she's unreasonable. She wouldn't expect anyone to really, um, you know, uh, side with her. Please, please. Um, well, uh, I I feel like I have uh, learned a whole lot uh, on this show. On this episode, so well, I can tell you one thing that everyone should know now: what? the laws in Texas have changed. And if you don't go to court for a ticket, uh-huh. used to they'd issue a warrant. Now right. you don't want to go to court because you got a warrant. Keep in mind now the laws have changed. We call it hug a thug. It's a kinder, gentler traffic ticket, and it system. rhymes. And it rhymes. <laughs> um, so under this system, if you miss court, the court has to notify you before uh-huh. they issue a warrant and give you a chance of coming to court and taking care of it. Okay. So you have a you have a basically grace period, free period to go do it. Also, if you do have a warrant and you show up at the court, it's kind of like playing tag and there's base. You've made it to base. They can't arrest you, uh, safe harbor. You, you can basically say, I am here and I want to make a good faith, reasonable effort to take care of this and they have to recall the warrant. Mm. Now, that's what the law says. Right, right. If you're in small town Texas, call an attorney first because <laughs> who knows what's going to happen. But that is what the statute says now. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, look, uh, guys, if you have a, an issue, uh, especially here on the south side of town, uh, give uh, Robert J. Barfield a call uh, or uh, the number, again, I have it written down somewhere. 713-941-1329. Okay. And uh, the website is rjbarfield.com? No, do uh, barfieldlawfirm.com. Barfieldlawfirm.com. Uh, and again... It always, you call him up, you know, it, the worst he can do is say, oh, yeah, you're probably better off, you know, going in or whatever. But a lot of times you can save money and time. And a trip to the courthouse, if I, that is worth its weight in gold to me. I don't have to get up and go wait. And that's a, just a pain in the ass. Oh, my best clients are the ones that have more money than time and they don't want to show up. Okay, so. <laughs> Before I get to this, speaking of my kids, um, I had to I had to have a conversation with them uh, at the dinner table last night because I heard them singing a song at the dinner table, and I'm like, uh, okay, probably not a song that you should be singing at ten and seven years old, and the song here's here's. This is what song they were singing. And the, the not the edited version either. They were like, move, bitch, get out the way. I'm like, move, bitch, I'm like, get out the way. Get out the way, bitch, get out. I was like, oh my God, wait, what am I hearing now? I said, look, first of all, that's hilarious. Second of all, if your mom were home, you guys, and Katie wasn't home, thank God. I mean, I'm like, no. I go, where did you even hear that? Oh, my friends, they always have dirt ball friends. Oh, no. Lights out. I'm about to punch your lights out. 
Oh, that's a good song, though. That's a, that's a really good song. Uh, probably not for a seven-year-old to be singing, though. Like, really? And they know bitch is a bad word, too. And you know it's bad when they, not only, at, there comes an age in every kid's life where they hear stuff, they, re, they repeat it at a young age, you know, and they're like, they'll hear something and just repeat it, but they have no idea what it is. It's when they know how to use curse words in context, and you're like, oh, crap. Um, uh, I put that on Facebook, by the way, and I was, I was really laughing at some of the, uh, some of the comments, because this is a very common thing that happens, you know, in households. Uh, Samantha said, when I got my son's kindergarten yearbook, it had everyone's favorite song listed. <laughs> and my son's was Catch Me Riding Dirty. <laughs> oh my God, it's good. Oh, it's good. Had to explain to my daughter why, was, why it wasn't appropriate to uh, uh, sing to uh, Get Low, the unedited version. Oh, man. There's not, nothing, nothing more awkward than when you have to explain to a kid what skeet, skeet, skeet means. I mean, come on. Seriously. That is water, just, guns. Yeah, water, guns. water guns. Water guns. Water guns. <laughs> right. That's what they're talking about. You know? Uh, all right. So uh, my, my kids were having, they always come back when we go to my, uh, my in-law's house and my my father-in-law uh, usually takes them in the pool and uh, the, the hot tub out back. And, you know, they, they just love being in, with granddad. They love being in the pool. Uh, he wears a Speedo, by the way. Yeah, 67, 68 years old, he wears a Speedo. I'll let you, your mind, wander. And they always come back, and he always talks to them. He's a very, what's the word I'm looking for? He's very, um, just very eccentric, I guess. He's, he's a strange one, okay? Interesting, but strange. And he always has these weird conversations with, oh, one of the things he was talking about, uh, this is, he was talking about, we found out, he was talking about how uh, the subject was when women get fat. <laughs> that was his, not appropriate for a, a seven-year-old. Jesus, David. So uh, they came back and they were having a discussion about the latest topic as I sat down at the dinner table with them after explaining move, bitch, get out the way was not appropriate. And uh, here's a fatherly moment with uh, me and my kids. Here we go. History and What do you talk about with granddad? Dying and... What? So... I'm sorry, dying? No, so I asked... What was the prettiest state in the world? And All right, hold on. Let me just disclaimer. Uh, my seven-year-old, who is a heathen with no manners whatsoever, he's uh, that's a chip bag you're hearing, and he's just <laughs> like a freaking, uh, he's like a Tasmanian devil, but with like chips flying everywhere. It's ridiculous. He said Hawaii, and then I asked, what was the ugly state in the world? And then he said whatever the day was called, I don't remember it. And uh, then he said, like, uh, it's a horrible thing, uh, Kids and moms live underground. The city's all bombed. And, and the, the city he's talking about is Syria. Why my father-in-law would want to have a discussion with my 10 and my 7-year-old about the conditions in Syria is beyond me. Syria? Yeah. I gotta remember that name, Syria. Bitch, you're just fighting over this... Like a legend or something. Whatever. It's all because of a stupid legend. A legend? No. It's not a legend, but I'm just going to call that. <coughs> well, not a legend, but uh, I forgot what it's called. You mean they're fighting over religion. 
It's a legend. No, it's not legend. It's a religion. Okay, that's what they fight over. Right. So mostly about scientific stuff, too. We have really weird conversations. Yep. So what else are you going to say? So you guys talk about killing and death? Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, I, I didn't even talk about it. I wasn't even in that conversation. Yeah, right. I farted, it tickled, my butt cheek jiggled, so I did it again. That's the latest thing on repeat in the Smasher household. Non-frickin-stop. That's all you hear. I farted, it tickled, my butt cheek jiggled, so I did it again. Here, let's do it at a separate time. You do it first. <laughs> I farted, it tickled, my now. butt cheek jiggled, so I did it again. I farted, it tickled, my butt cheek It's funny, but then when you hear it for a thousand times in a row, it's not. It's not. It means stop singing. I farted, it tickled, my butt they don't know when to like exit a joke. Like, you leave them wanting more. No, we're gonna run into the ground. Oh, I made two one hundreds on adding decimals and subtracting. Wow, impressive. And I made this a hundred on a science thing where what type of energy is it? Like, she gave us these pictures, and like you have to say, is it mechanical energy, electrical energy, sound energy, thermal energy? What kind of energy is it when you fart? Mechanical. Mechanic? No, it's not. You're not a machine. Well, you have to make it fart. Now, see, I try to turn everything into an educational uh, segment. So, if we're gonna talk about farts, let's get scientific. Yeah, but you have to. But you're not a machine. Yeah, so, it's so it a, can't it's be mechanical. Sound. It makes a sound. It doesn't make it you a machine. Electrical. So uh, my seven-year-old, by the way, is going to fail out of school, and I'm going to have to bail him out of jail several times before he hits 30. I can't even take anymore. Can we just uh, end it? Okay. Uh, all right, so it's, it's time for our, our dick move of the week. It's time for dick move of the week. Back to you, assholes. All right, so a woman was uh, seeing a movie, and it was Star Wars The Last uh, Jedi. Okay? I didn't do this on Wednesday, did I? Did I do this on Wednesday? I don't think so. Uh, and uh, if I did, well, just shut up and pretend like you're hearing it for the first time, okay? So this woman was in a 25-year-old woman, and she recently saw Star Wars The Last Jedi at a theater. This is in Long Island, uh, up in New York. And she got annoyed when someone in the theater asked for some popcorn and spoke at full volume. So uh, she grabbed a bag of popcorn and dumped it on them. But the thing is, the them, that person she was angry at, was a two-year-old kid. <laughs> uh, the little girl's mom claims she wasn't being loud in general. She just said the word popcorn a little bit too loud, and this woman flipped out. I got talking during the movie! And she took her popcorn and dumped it on a two-year-old's head, which, you know, usually people frown upon. You know, when you're when you're young and when you're old, you can get away with shit, you know, because when you're young, you're cute. 
oh, they, they don't, they just, they don't know. They're so cute. And then when you're old, you're just senile as fuck and you just don't know anything. So, oh, I don't know what I'm crying. Where am I? See, the old people have the best defense again, because all they have to do is go, oh, what? what do you mean? My penis is out. I didn't know. Oh, man, come on. He's an old man. He doesn't know any better. He didn't know. It was just hanging out. You can get away with stuff when you're old. I'm going to use that. Even if I'm not crazy, I'm going to use the crazy defense, like the senile defense all, all the time when I'm old. She started yelling and swearing first before she dumped the popcorn. Then she allegedly flipped off the kid. <laughs> Again, two years old. And she may have tried to cover her mouth with her hand. And every parent has that, that instinct. When someone goes and touches your kid, you're like, you turn into this, like, you know, wild, like, grizzly bear. And uh, then she dumped the popcorn on the two-year-old, and uh, it uh, hit her in the head with the empty container. So, uh, apparently, uh, the, the woman says it's all a lie, and the popcorn spilled when the kids... Look! I, I just... I was, yeah, I was yelling, F you, and then it just spilled. It was a coincidence. Swear. Swear to God it was a coincidence. Uh, her, <laughs> she even had her dad uh, with her at the theater, this crazy woman, and uh, he's facing charges too. An employee in, uh, at the theater says he's a troublemaker and that they've had issues with him before. See, old guy, 61, troublemaker. So there you go. There is, um, that's the first time I've ever awarded Dick move of, of the week to a two-year-old. Dick move, assholes. I see what I did there. You thought it was going to be the adult. Uh, I gave the dick move to the kid. And just, it's not funny if I have to explain it. Anyway, uh, hey, coming up on the show, uh, there are a lot of things uh, still uh, we need to talk about here today, people. I feel like I have some things uh, that, we, that need our attention. Uh, coming up, there is a couple who every parent, and I don't, I don't have the problem with, uh, with having the talk, right? My mom never had the talk with me, but, you know, sometimes, some parents think it's awkward, you know? I, I, I take out pictures and shit, you know, and I'm like, look, this is what happens, this does this or whatever. They need to know the, whole, the cold, hard truth, all right? And this, uh, this couple, they do not want to have the talk with their kid, so they're doing something I have never heard of before. Uh, and this might be a good business model for a, uh, for a startup company. This, this is interesting uh, how there is a, there's a, a set of a parents are, are they, I guess they really just don't want to have the talk with their kids. And, and this is very uh, relevant to me because my mom never did. And she has, her excuse was classic. Hello. Hey, hey, mom, you're on the radio. What's going on? Hey, mom. Wait, I can't hear you. Mom. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey, you're on the radio. I'm on the radio. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Hey, uh, okay. now listen, I know I've asked you this before on previous radio shows, but, but not this one. Um, why didn't you have the, um, the, the, the talk with me when I was, uh, when I was younger, you know, the birds and the bees talk. Cause that's not my job. It's not your job. Whose job is it? 
Your dad. Uh, really? Can you uh, can you yeah. honestly see dad? I can barely understand him when he's talking uh, about anything. I mean, the birds and the bees. Yeah, that's no, how it goes. No, but didn't you tell me one time that you just figured what? If, if you didn't huh. tell me, if you guys didn't tell me, you just figured I would learn it from my friends. My, no. my dirt ball You're friends. You must be dreaming that. What? No, you said that. You actually absolutely told me that. You said, I said, I, I, I just thought, I figured you would learn it from your friends. I'm like, oh, my friends are the worst people to learn that oh. from. Yeah. I, I must, I know. I, I don't remember saying that. Um, you know, I've already, did, you, did I tell you I already had to have a t- the talk with Ryder? You did already? Yeah, already at 10 because he, uh. You know, he was he was talking about something. I guess there's always some kid who has like a dirt ball uh, middle school aged brother, and the older uh-huh. brother always tells them stuff, and then they tell uh, every other kid. So I'm like, oh god, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, they learn things so much younger now than they used to. I mean, I I, I didn't know those kind of things when I was writer's age you know no no i didn't i didn't actually learn about it until i was uh i was uh, uh, 18 years old which was a little awkward made dating in college very uh, difficult so i didn't know what i was doing but anyway uh all right well there you go uh hey mom don't tell don't tell him but um uh i i called dad earlier and i recorded the conversation and i'm gonna play it coming up to uh to see if everybody can really understand what's coming out of his mouth Oh, okay. Well, we're on our way to Walmart. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Oh, he's in the car. He's in the car with you. Uh huh. Oh, he he can't hear me, can he? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, okay. Love you, mom. All right. All right bye. Love you too. Uh, all right. Bye. Yeah. See, my mom. She she didn't answer me because she was like, yeah, she got my back. She knows. Uh, she knows. So this uh, this couple, they uh, here's the how they get this story from. Um, both parents uh, and kids dread the talk, but one couple, uh, they want to avoid it so bad, they want to pay someone else to do it. Yes, they are outsourcing for someone to have the, their, uh, the talk with their kids. They, uh, anonymous parents posted an ad on childcare.co.uk. Uh, Wouldn't it be funny, when I, when I saw the C, I'm like, oh my God, I thought they, they posted on Craigslist. If there's one place you do not want people talking sex to your kids, it's Craigslist, all right? That's just creepy. But they are offering, get this, more than $3,000 for a nanny who will tell their seven-year-old and eight-year-old about the birds and the bees, even though uh, they, uh, they did say that they, they would be in the house during in case either child got overwhelmed. I told, I had, when I had the talk with my kid, I, tell, I told him, and he was just like, gross, I'm not doing that. I'm like, all right, good, there you go. Conversation over with. But uh, I thought that was interesting how to, to like outsource that. I asked, I put, the, I put this on Facebook, and I asked people to uh, tell me about uh, some awkward uh, moments that they had when their parents tried to, to you know, have the talk with them. And uh, it's, it's quite, it's quite obvious. I mean, some parents, uh, some parents have this down and know what they're doing. Others are just kind of winging it, you know. 
Uh, let me see here. This is... Uh, this is, uh, I read it in a book. This is Randy. I read it in a book when I was nine and my mom was pregnant with my sister. However, when my son was seven, one of his friends who apparently had an older brother was talking about Pornhub and all kinds of stuff you don't particularly care uh, your seven-year-old uh, to know about. My husband had to have the talk with him. Boy, and try to explain Pornhub to a seven-year-old, all right? That's like, oh, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You'll, you'll know soon enough. Uh, my parents never did. Uh, Heather, my son, was four and was in the dinosaurs big time. He had two huge dinosaurs. One was Dina and one was Dino. And he comes out when we have company over and says, Mommy, Dina is pregnant with 12 babies. I'm like, uh, how do you know? And then he demonstrates how they found them. <laughs> And she's, uh, she's like looking for a hole to crawl in because, uh, you know, he's got the, now he's got the dinosaurs in, in, in weird positions. And he asked, she asked, how do you even know what, how that happens? My son looks at me and says, the Discovery Channel. See what I mean? See what I mean? Everybody has, do you guys remember the, uh, the, the Gumby and Pokey little, and you could stretch them to do, uh, how many people didn't put, how many people put like Gumby and Pokey in like a, a awkward position? I did all the time. If I saw Gumby and Pokey, they used to have them at Spencer's all the time. Um, and I would always do that because I am immature and I have the, uh, the, Maturity level of maybe an eight-year-old. My grandma, this is from Tanya, my grandma told me to put an aspirin between my knees and hold it there when I had the urge to have sex. She said if I dropped it, I'd be screwed. All right, grandma. Old ladies keep it real, man. Old grandmas keep it real. That is great. That is so good. Only talk I got from my parents was to keep both feet on the ground. I proved them wrong. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. I don't even know if I understand that, but whatever. Uh, anyway, I just, I basically, I looked at my son. I'm just like, look, all right. You know how you have this and well, girls have that and this goes in that and it goes in and out a whole bunch of times. <laughs> That's what I did. And I did the old school like, uh, like motions, like with my finger and I made a hole with the other hand and that's what I did. That, that was my solution to having the talk with my kid. And he just thought it was the grossest thing and he was like, oh, gross. I said, good, good. You're too young. You're too young to be doing that anyway. Man, I've talked to middle school teachers that tell me all the time, like they catch, you know, middle school kids are now being caught doing stuff. I'm like, God, middle school? Good God, man. That is the absolutely crazy middle school. I honestly don't even know if, um, if I, maybe, okay, maybe I knew in middle school, but I wasn't able to do anything about it because, well, you know, look at me. Uh, anyway, it is the, the Adam Smasher Show, Vinyl Draft Radio. Coming up, maybe we'll get to this. They had, it got really weird. They had uh, an artificial intelligence. They had an AI predict the future of porn, and it got really, really weird. First of all, AI creeps me out anyway. And I think eventually uh, they are going to, uh, we're going to be taken over, and we're gonna, they're going to kill most of us, and the rest of us are going to be in slavery. 
and uh, it's just going to be effed up, you know. I picture Woody Harrelson, like, in a rogue uh, band of, like, rebels fighting the AI. I don't know why. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you about that coming up. Uh, also, uh, I am going to take a... Uh, take a, a, a trip down memory lane because, I don't know, the world is so complicated now and it's a lot easier and we rolled our eyes when we heard our parents and our grandparents uh, say stuff like this. Uh, the segment is called The Way Things Used to Be. You know, because they were, they were. They were a lot simpler. Now, it, the world is just too complicated. This guy is, uh, I don't know if this is, if, if this is, he's just playing this up. He put out an ad uh, where he he wanted people he was trying to sell uh, this bed his bed so he decided to put on a uh, just go ahead and, and put a video out uh, about his bed and I gotta admit I gotta give it to him it's pretty funny and, and I honestly can't tell if if he's serious or not you know am I stalling right now because I'm trying to find the video absolutely I am absolutely freaking lutely and here it is ta-da do you like to sleep? I do too, but not on this bed anymore, because I want you to have it. Please buy my bed. Just buy my bed. Ain't nothing bad ever happened on this bed. I'm talking no felonies. Sex on this bed? Never heard of it. What is it? No one has ever explained it to me. Please buy my bed. Please buy my bed. Are you looking for a new bed? Well, you're in luck, because I have one, and I want to sell it to you. <laughs> Please buy my bed. Nothing bad has ever happened on it. It's a beautiful twin bed with a brushed metal frame. Oh. Ain't nothing bad ever happened on this bed. Do you like to sleep? I do too, but not on this bed anymore, because I want you to have it. Please buy my bed. Just buy my bed. Ain't nothing bad ever happened on this bed. I'm talking no felonies. Sex on this bed? Never heard of it. What is it? No one has ever explained it to me. Please buy my bed. Hey, pst. You like this bed? Well, guess what? I got two of them, cousin. Circumstances. Stack them up the old bed. I'm like the freaking princess in the pee up here. Alright, this goes on forever, okay? This guy is desperate. Will someone please buy this fucking guy's bed? I saw a great video uh, today of. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, the headline was very misleading because in the, in the headline of the video, it said, a guy stalked by a cougar. And I was like, yeah, all right. I just want some cougar stalking. Yeah, come get you some cub, even though I'm too old to be a cub. And then it was like, no, he's actually being stalked by a real life uh, cougar. And there's a monster, monster Tom at 20 meters looking at me. A monster Tom Cougar. And no, I don't have a gun. I have nothing. He is huge. How cool is that? I just keep thinking he's gonna have a buddy come sneaking in from behind. And here he is again, trying to sneak in on me again. This is one dangerous little kitty cat. I don't know, 15 meters away from this guy. And he's just watching me. Keeps slinking down like he wants to come and attack me. 15 meters away from me, look at him. Just eyeing me up like I'm a black-tailed deer. I think it's time to get rid of him. Oh, go on, get out of here. He's not exactly running away, is he? He's right there. Guys, I wish you could see the look on Leon's face. He's like, Dan, see, that's white people. White people. What the f is wrong with you? Oh, yeah. That, that cougar could maul you, okay? 
And that's just stupid. What the hell? It's a damn cougar in the car. Oh, there's a cougar in the car. I put it in there. You got to learn to drive with the fear. And there ain't nothing more goddamn frightening than driving with a live cougar in the car. Where'd you get that thing? I trapped it. Been keeping it in my bathroom at the motel, feeding it old pizza. Now, get back in that car. You hear me? <laughs> feeding it old pizza. <laughs> oh, man. Sometime today, son. Okay, here we go. I'm getting in. <laughs> Ricky, control your heart rate. Oh, my God. <laughs> so here it is. Uh, here's my, I don't know if, if, if look, and I am the worst. I, I'm, I dread especially talking with my dad, but I'm not a big phone talker anyway. And, you know, sometimes you just got to suck it up and call your parents because they're getting up there in age, you know. They just want to hear from you, and you're like, oh, God, I'll do it tomorrow. And It takes every bit of energy to, to just have the conversation. Uh, my dad, again, he's like 74. His name is Phil. And, um, yeah, conversations are just weird. And he's from South Louisiana, so there's probably a bit of an accent here. Hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. Hey. What are you doing? What are you doing? Nothing right now. Uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, I'm uh, just getting ready to uh, do some work. By the way, there is an echo for whatever reason. Only when I call them. Only in, in Franklin, Louisiana, when I call them, there's an echo. And my mom, bless her heart. Well, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's your cell phone. No, it's not my cell phone. Absolutely not. And it's annoying. And that's another thing I have to deal with. I have to deal with a damn echo for two minutes. Takes every bit of ounce of energy I have. We're at the house? Or? No, I'm at the... Uh... Oh, for your job? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So it's going all right? Yeah, it's going good. That's good. Okay. All right. And try to explain to a 74-year-old man who's never touched a computer in his life what an internet radio station is. Ain't happening. My kids hate to go there because uh, there's no Wi-Fi. I think they still have dial-up, if I'm being honest. Yeah. What, uh, how are your ribs? I'm starting to sleep a little better at night now. Yeah. So uh, my dad, he, uh, I forgot to say, he uh, fell and broke his ribs. He just fell. He was walking. And that's what happens when you get old. When you get old, it's, walking is hard. He fell and broke his ribs. Uh, it's getting better. Yeah. Yeah, it takes time. Am I okay? Yeah, everybody's good. Yeah, no, that's good. Okay, all right. Yeah. So what y'all, uh, what y'all gonna do this weekend, whatever? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I don't know. Katie has something with. Uh, uh, I think it's her friend's birthday or something. But I don't. I don't have anything planned. Oh yeah. Uh, I gotta tell you, clock's up sad tonight. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. And the time, the time changes. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. That's good. All right. Well, no, it's, you know, it's okay. You know, it's supposed to get some rain tomorrow to see. I don't know. Here's where I'm looking for a way out. I'm like, ah, oh, I gotta gotta find a gap in there to say, all right, well, I'll see you later. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Have to see. So, right. so y'all gonna come or no? No, no. What? What now? Y'all coming or you don't know? Or? Oh, next week? Uh, yeah, probably. I'll just have to just figure out um what days. Are you and Katie coming or? Um, I don't know. I haven't talked to her. Me and the boys definitely, but I'm not sure if she's gonna. I don't know what she has planned. With the off all week, or? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So when y'all going to come, what, Monday, or? 
Mm, Back off, Dad! Jesus! Oh, okay. I'll figure it out this weekend. Get things ready. Right. Because your mom's going to be in school now, you know? Yeah. 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 Okay, well, yeah. All right. Well, that's all right. Well, all right. It'll, it'll be all right. Okay. You, know, you want to call you? No? What? Huh? what? You want your mom to call you? Uh, no, I'll just talk. I'll call her later. Okay. All, all right. right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. So awkward. Really. Another awkward moment. Uh, and I have to do that like every, I don't know, every so often. Just suck it up. And going visit, I'm gonna, I'm, I, I really, look, and I love my parents, but if you go to visit, you have to be willing to sit down while my dad, he, only, he has like Fox News on all day, for God's sakes. And he finds some way to start complaining and he'll talk to himself. Like he'll, you know, he'll comment on the stories and stuff. Usually, in, you know, just pissed off at whatever. It's ridiculous. And you know what's even scarier is that eventually it will happen. Eventually, you will turn into your parents. And we all, you know, God, no, not me. Not me. And you might not full on become your your dad or your mom or whatever, but you're going to pick up some of their traits for sure. It's just genetics. You know, I, I do little things here and there and uh, Katie will go, all right, Phil. I'm like, oh God, no, stop it with the Phil. <sighs> I caught my dad um, when we went visit last time. This is always a treat. Um, I woke up really early and I went in my mom. It's like we call it the sunroom because when daylight's coming, you got freaking, you know, everywhere. And I couldn't sleep, so I woke up. I, had, I made some coffee, and then I'm looking at my phone, looking at news, looking at whatever. And my dad, he, he's basically almost blind. He can't drive anymore. But he gets in the kitchen, and he is walking around the kitchen, nobody else, and he's talking to himself. So I heard coffee. And, and then he just made some coffee. I don't, it, was, it was so weird, uh, but it's very entertaining to watch. It's very entertaining to watch. But, uh, you know, you find yourself t turning into your parents. My dad also likes to tell horrible uh, death uh, stories where uh, uh, people fall into the grinding machines at uh, the sugarcane mill in my ho hometown. Yeah, that's special. You gotta, I have to, and I never prepare anyone. Like, I didn't prepare my wife. I didn't prepare if I have friends. I don't prepare them because I like to see their natural reaction to the death story. <laughs> Usually afterwards, I go, dude, what's up with your dad death? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. He just enjoys the stories. But uh, I find myself turning into a, a kind of a, a grumpy old man, or at least a version of it, you know, complaining about the way things used to be. I think when you get to a certain age, you'll find yourself saying that. The way things used to be. Remember the way it used to be? Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. Not only would you get discipline from your parents and your teachers and your principal would beat your ass with a paddle. Oh man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you. People wouldn't think anything of it. Actually, they would think good for them. Maybe that'll knock some sense into his ungrateful ass. Oh man, 
I went to Catholic school, which is why I cringe when I see a paddle today, and probably why I feel guilty about everything. But when a teacher emailed parents or a parent and said, so-and-so's behavior has been bad, I was wondering if you could talk to them at home. As a parent, you would immediately go to your kid and go, what the hell did you do? Nowadays, parents get offended. How dare you tell me how to raise my child? He's a perfect angel. Look, I've seen Johnny, and he's a straight-up asshole. Old man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. Seriously, start saving up bail money now. He's going to need a good sexual assault lawyer. Contact the offices of Robert J. Barfield, located at 609 Bradford in Kima. Call 713-941-1329 or simply go to rjbarfield.com and tell them Adam Smasher sent you. Yeah, that was a shameless plug for a client. Oh man, look at my life. And I'd do it again. I'm a lot like you Yeah, when we were kids, you could not only count on your parents to whip your ass, but your neighbors too. We all looked out for each other and had each other's best interest at heart. Nowadays, people only look out for themselves. We're in an age where a lot of parents will believe their children over a school teacher. I don't believe a word that comes out of my kids' mouths. They are lying, manipulative little jerks who we make put down the damn iPad and pick up a pen and paper or a book. Don't grow up to be a self-entitled idiot. Billy's mom got him an iPhone 10. Yeah, well, Billy's mom has a drinking problem because Billy's dad's sleeping with his secretary. Kids are being spoiled with technology, and although it has great benefits in moderation, the overuse of it is making them helpless. Good luck surviving as adults. The real world is going to kick your ass, and mommy won't be there to make it all better. Jerk. I miss the way things used to be. way things used to be so guys we you know if we especially if we see our wives get into a, a predicament of course we're gonna make fun of you and video it first before we help you so funny guy took a video of his wife she was tangled up in her seat belt and she can't get loose when's the last time you were tangled up in a seat belt like, oh, I don't know how it works oh. you know but she did what's wrong is this a seatbelt around you? Can you just get out of the truck real quick? <laughs> hey, get out. Is there a problem? Yes, I'm stuck. <laughs> How are you? I don't understand. Please help me. Do we, do we need to get a car seat for you? <laughs> just get out. It's a seatbelt. Come on, you're a grown woman. <laughs> you see, it is funny. And we you, see, you saw how he was just antagonizing her. And it's great until you want to have sex and they're like mm, no, I'm sorry and then you're like damn it damn it they can turn the sex switch off it's ridiculous we can pee anywhere they can turn the sex switch off that's that's the even trade there 
Well, it's great to be a woman and great to be a guy. Anyway, uh, I uh, appreciate you guys checking out the show. Again, VinylDraftRadio.com to connect with us uh, through any way. Uh, re- really, you can uh, always listen to us on the TuneIn Radio app. Check us out on YouTube and Facebook and all that stuff. And uh, thank you to my guest, Robert J. Barfield, attorney at law. You guys should definitely give him a call if you're having some uh, trouble, especially with uh, you know a criminal case or traffic uh, violations or whatever. Uh, it's uh, BarfieldLawFirm.com. Uh, Thank you, Leon, behind the glass. Also, everyone else behind the scenes. And uh, I I guess I'll see you guys next week. Uh, yeah! This is awesome. I can't think of a better way to start my Friday. If you don't like it, oh well. Fuck you, I guess. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I mean, I love you. Bye. <laughs>